Yep. Hello, and welcome to this week's ZTGD News Burst, which is taking on a new flavour. Um, we have gone audio only, uh, so the video recordings that we mean justin used to do are no more we're going straight to podcast because i probably easier for us to do and you never watched it anyway so um yeah there's no one really to blame but the never mind (laughs) (laughs) you moaning again no i actually remember when we started this idea i was against it all right okay so it's it's our fault yeah it is yeah okay um as you can hear we have justin with us um, yeah, yeah. We've also got Drew uh, from Phoenix Down and the M4G podcast. Hello. Hello. So how was uh, how was Christmas and New Year treated you? Me? Um, oh, both of you. Fine. I worked a lot. You worked Christmas Day, didn't you? I worked Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Oh, that sucks. Uh, more money for me. Do you get paid extra for it? I get paid time and a half for it. Time and a half. You think a bit more of that than a bit more than that on Christmas. Oh, I wish, but bah humbug, man. <laughs> Word. Word. What, what about you, Justin? What about me? Well, what about you? Tell us your story. Well, it all began May twenty second, nineteen eighty one. This is a long ass story. <laughs> Thirty two years, bitch. Skip to the end. Sit back. It's gonna be fucking fantastic journey. <laughs> okay, so your Christmas good? Um, I don't really do anything, so yeah, it was it was good. If I had, if I could work, I would have worked, but you know, I don't get it. Do you work? Don't you work? I don't know. No, I. What are you asking if I have a job? Yeah. Yes, I've had a job. Oh my god! Oh my god! For Drew, like a year. This is what I have to work with every fucking yeah. week. He's had a job for like a year. <laughs> I don't know. You tell me you're at school. You tell me you go to a job. Well, yeah, I don't know. I don't, I, 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 I'm in school, too. You're a crack dealer or something. Uh, shh. <laughs> I have to edit that out now. Thank it's you. the best job in the world. <sighs> my Ruined bad. Fucking, that was... Cu- God. Ugh. Great. <laughs> no, I'm in school, too. Yeah, so... You know, it, I just had to not work fucking Christmas Eve and Christmas because it was a holiday. Of course, I don't get paid for it. Stupid motherfucking shit. Whatever. <laughs> um, other things that were quiet were the news um, over Christmas. Obviously, there wasn't a massive amount. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, uh, so we've got a few bits and pieces to talk about. Uh, what we're going to try and do, we're, we're kind of shuffling up things a little bit. Um, we're going to condense it down to a handful of good stories each week, uh, providing there are a handful of good stories to actually report on. And uh, then we're going to lead in with, uh, or lead out with our Twitter responses. Uh, we now have a Twitter account, so you can follow us at ZTGD Newsburst, and there you can read our tweets, which will be mainly headline orientated uh, throughout the week and of course we're going to let you know when we're going to be recording and you can put your news related questions to us. Uh, we haven't got a lot of followers at the moment because uh, the account's only been live a few days but um, if uh, hopefully we'll get one or two tweets uh, before the show is out but I'm not going to put any money on it. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll start off with um, uh, the news that Microsoft have, uh, have stepped up their game when it comes to games for gold, um, yeah, you guys are obviously both aware of the games for gold service. Uh, much like the PS Plus subscription, uh, Microsoft are, trying, are giving away free shit each month. Uh, two games, uh, one on the first of each month, and then one on the sixteenth. And up to date, they've been pretty crummy. I mean, what have we had? We've had Gears of War was on there. Um, Crackdown. Crackdown, that, that, to be fair, an old but a great game. That was probably the best game today when they had released that a few weeks, uh, a few months ago. Well, that was um, the only one I remembered because it was actually good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That game is a, a great game. But it was an old game. I mean, you can pick that up for probably a couple of bucks at a, a game store. Um, they had they had a really old game. Uh, oh, God, a Might and Magic or a Myth? Oh, I can't remember. I mean, they used duels yeah. as a planeswalker. 
But that wasn't really old. It was only a year old. Okay. Uh, Gears of War. Yeah, Gears of War. Um, uh, Rainbow Six. Rainbow Six yeah. Vegas, yeah. So, compared to the games you get on PSN, like, for example, this month, you've got uh, Brothers, uh, A Tale of Two Sons, and you've got... Uh, Power Shock Infinite, yeah. Yeah, and what was DMC. the other game? Uh, yeah, um, comparing those games to to uh, what Microsoft were offering, it it pales in comparison. Uh, but this month, uh, you've got two great games, and not that old games either. Uh, first game, it's available now and runs till the fifteenth, uh, which is Sleeping Dogs. Both of you played that. I played part of it and haven't played much of it though. You kind of cut the in and out. Me. Yes. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I said I haven't played all of it. I just played a little bit of it. You need to play that game. I know. It's a great game. I thoroughly enjoyed that. Okay. And that actual fact, I think that may have been my game of the year a couple of years back. It yes. may have been. No, I don't think it was not last year before. Um, and then from the 16th of the 31st, uh, Lara Croft and the Guardian of Light, which is a rather exceptional twin stick shooter. Right. I mean, it's aged as well, but it is rather good. I have it on the uh, PlayStation 3 when it was free. When, uh... It's been three on there before, has it? Yep. Oh, okay. <laughs> hmm. Only way I would have known about it, I wouldn't have bought it. So, But it is a rather fantastic, as you said, twin stick shooter. Yeah, it's Unlike it's pretty... Spartan Assault. Ugh. Have you played that? Ugh. Ugh. Unfortunately. Oh, okay. Is that bad? Well, I'll take you played it on Xbox One. Yeah, of course. Oh dear. Not very good then. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not fifteen dollars good. <laughs> oh dear. Um yeah. Um two great games. And I mean that's this is a a habit that could um could pay, you know, could pay them dividends if they repeat it. So if they keep this up, you know, something that'll be quite cool. Uh go and Picking those sort of games. I mean, obviously, both of these games are Square Enix. They've probably got a deal with them uh, for this. Um, I mean, I don't understand why Sony has such a good relationship and are able to get some of these new games. I mean, Bioshock Infinite. It's it's getting glowing rewards at Game of the Awardy, uh, Game of the Year award stuff, and um, you know, it's less than a year old. Um, why on earth? You know, Microsoft is huge. Why can't they um, have that? You know, power to uh, entice these uh, publishers to, to put better games on that service. Because, I mean, although you don't get as many games, and it's only for the Xbox at the moment, as opposed to multi-platform like the, 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 the PSN stuff, um, it's, you know, they it would be fantastic. And they don't, you don't have to have your gold subscription running once you've got the games, they're yours forever. Unlike the PS Plus stuff, you have to continue your membership. With the games for gold, as long as you are a member at the time of downloading them, they're yours to keep forever. It's you know, it's something that could really, you know, help Microsoft at the moment. Uh, whether or not they'll ever opt in for Xbox One games, I mean, maybe in time they will. Um, but this is definitely moving in the right direction, I think. Yeah, it's something. I mean, it gives us hope for you know the future because I mean they're. Starting to maybe get their act together. I don't know. I see a couple people tweeting to Major Nelson saying, "Look what PSN has. What are you guys gonna do?" And all this shit. So maybe he finally passed that. I don't know. On to his higher ups. And... <laughs> well, I'm sure they know what Sony are up to. And um, I'm well, sure... I'm sure they're well aware, but they haven't really done anything up until, well, really now. So. It'll be interesting to see what happens going forward. And I'm going to be curious if they're going to start doing Xbox One stuff, too. <clears throat> I mean, there's nothing really to do now. No. But, I mean, in the future when there is, I wonder what they're going to be doing. I'm sure they will, but uh, I don't know what kind of games they'll be doing. No, I mean, with the PS Plus stuff, clearly their um, they're focus is on indie games because, you know, they maybe 
it's kind of a backhander from well not backhander but it's a, a relationship with the indie developers that they've done so well at courting um, in the lead up to the PlayStation 4 I mean Resogun is um, Housemark and although Housemark aren't in, in they're not an in-house studio are they they no, are a third think so. party yeah they're a third party yeah and um, obviously this month's uh, PS4 offering comes out next week, which is Don't, Don't Starve, Starve. Which is by the guys who did Shank and um, Death Bank, isn't it? They did Death Bank and a Mark of the Ninja. So I don't know if they did Death Bank. I'm sure didn't they? They did Shank. I'm sure it was clear who did Death Bank. They did Shank, uh, and then Mark of the Ninja. Mark of the Ninja and uh, it's Clay, isn't that what the name of it is? Yeah. How do you spell that? K L A K L E I. I'll look them up. Uh, let's see here. That is totally not them. Clayentertainment.com. So Incognita is what they're working on at the moment. Don't starve. Mark and the Ninja eats Munji. Shank Shank Two. Sugar N plus. Yeah. Oh, N plus. So yeah, they. I don't know who did Death Bank then. I have no idea. I can look that up. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough, but you know, is it? You know, I mean, I I kind of enjoyed Shank. Um, I really enjoyed Mark of the Ninja, and I'm looking forward to playing Don't Starve. And I mean, all right, fair enough. These are indie games, not big budget games. We're gonna have to wait till Drive Club to see our first big title game on the PlayStation Plus subscription for the PS4. But it is something, you know. You've you pay that, you know, forty quid a year, and you get. Normally about five games a month, uh, PS3, PS Vita, and PS4. And Microsoft really needs to start thinking about what they can do for the Xbox One. Fair enough, they have, I mean, Killer Instinct, that was free. Um, it, fair enough, it's also a, uh, a freemium game. Yeah. Um, so I think it would be wise for them to at least be thinking about what they're going to be doing for the Xbox One in the future for people with gold membership. Um Especially since that's the platform that they want to push, of course. Well, I mean, at least they're trying now. <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, Sleeping Dogs is a good game, and you know. Oh yeah. So they, at least it's not something that was in two thousand six. You know. <clears throat> okay. So, um, this news is pretty much off the press, or part of it is anyway. Um, EA seems to be having issues at the moment, um, not just with the games uh, like Battlefield, um, but also with some of the companies that they have hoovered up over the last few years. So, earlier, uh, I think it might have been earlier this week as well as the last few days, the uh, co-founders of PopCap Games, or two of the three co-founders of PopCap Games, um, decided to leave. Now, PopCap was bought by EA back, was it 2000 and, 2009? Um, I can't... I don't know. I can't remember, but they um, bought them off of the back of the success of things like Plants vs. Zombies, um, which is obviously just recently had a release uh, with Plants vs. Zombies 2 and of course you've got the Garden Warfare uh, coming uh, late uh, is it March time I think? Yeah. Of what? But uh, Garden Warfare, the Plants vs. Zombies game. Was it, did they uh, say March? Man. Is it March? I'm sure it's sort of first half of this year. Um, so Basically, the uh, two of the founders have basically upped and gone, uh, leaving the third uh, co-founder to become general manager of uh, the PopCap division. Um, so, I mean, you know, people do move on. It happens quite a lot. And then a few days later, i.e. today, the two co-founders of Criterion Games decided to up and leave EA to form uh, their own new studio now they're yeah they've been part of ea a little bit longer uh obviously their biggest one of their biggest successes was burnout paradise um they've since gone on to go and 
developed some of the Need for Speed games uh, most recently. Uh, Hot Pursuit was their last one, I think. Was it Hot Pursuit or was Hot Pursuit their last one or was it um, Most, most wanted? wanted? Most Wanted, yes. I think. Um, uh, but obviously they didn't do the most recent one, which is Rivals. That was dealt with by Ghosts, Ghost. which was a kind of a, uh, a studio set up to, to take on the, the Need for Speed franchise. Um, it this I mean, is there anything to be read between the lines here? Um, fuck EA. <laughs> I mean, that's that's what I, the impression I'm getting is that these people are not really liking what EA is doing, and they're saying fuck it, we're going to go off and make our own shit. Then it's it's a bit um, yeah, it's it's a it's a bit scary really. I mean, as I say, EA haven't really had the greatest time recently. Um, last year was full of issues uh, for them. You know, starting off with the SimCity debacle and ending with the the Battlefield one um, that's still ongoing. Um, you know, that thing doesn't look like it's going to be sorted out anytime soon. Yeah. And then you've got these heads of these departments that are upping and leaving. Um, you know, the companies that they built, you know, these, these are co-founder and founding members. They, you know, have seen their studio rise up, um, break through uh, with games like Plants vs. Zombies and, and, and Burnout Paradise, make a massive name for themselves and then get snapped up by EA and this this kind of this, this must be something to do with them they're not liking what EA are doing with the companies that they have brought up I mean the moral of the story don't sell out I guess but the thing is these companies are you know when they you know start off they're relatively small and they have big ambitions and you can't always fulfill those big ambitions with a smaller studio you need money behind you, you need publishers you know, the, 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 it's a necessary evil um, and, but you know, getting into bed with EA can prove quite deadly yeah, I don't know if it's, I think that what happens is these guys who make these well known games, you know Criterion's obviously known for burnout you know, they they enjoyed what they did and they make good games, people bought them. Then EA's like, hey, these guys know how to make some good games. Let's capitalize on that. Let's buy them out. And then force them to do the same shit over and over again. I mean, that, I hate to say it, but I mean, that's what basically what it happens, you know? I mean, it's not the first time either. If you look at um, Infinity Ward and uh, Activision, oh, yeah. look how that ended. Um, the only sort of the only bug to this trend was was Bungie, who was in such a position that they were able to buy themselves the independence again. So that you know that's unheard of. Um, normally, you're right. These companies, they the developers, they make a great game, very very popular. Someone thinks I want that, and I want that solely for me. And so we're going to buy that company and get them to churn it out again and again and again. And yeah, and then the individuals are like, "Well, fuck this. We want to go off and make the games that we want to make again." Mm. Which is which? Which I it, it wouldn't. I wouldn't put it past the guys who left from Criterion if they went off and made another racing game in the same vein as Burnout. Obviously, they can't make Burnout because that's owned by EA now. I guess. Yeah, I would imagine. So, but I guarantee you, they will make some type of racing game that they want to make again because I'm sure they were sick of making Need for Speed games. You know, they don't have the same kind of freedom. I want Burnout. I don't care how it happens. I want Burnout. Well, you I may... Think, yeah, I think a lot of people are, are with you on that. I mean, uh, you know, fair play to the more recent games, but Burnout Paradise to me is one of the best racing games ever made and I had so much fun with that and I don't think... Criterion have topped it since, but that's probably because they weren't able to, you know, yeah. with a stranglehold around their, um, a yeah, stranglehold around the neck. So, you know, for them to go out there, I mean, if they work on something, if they're working on a spiritual successor to Burnout Paradise, you can guarantee there's going to be four or five publishers banging on their door asking them to come on in. Um, we'll fund you and we'll publish it for you. Um, <laughs> Activision. Activision. Well, yeah. Activision may do it. Yeah. 2K. I can see 2K trying to grab Even that up. Warner maybe, because Warner doesn't have a lot in the racing stakes. Yeah. You never know. I think um, 
I think this opens up for some pretty high possibilities. Sure, there may not be criteria may be a shadow of its former self, but maybe we get something better. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the um, this year's entry level to Call of Duty made by Infinity Ward or what's left of them, it's been pretty piss poor. Um, you know, the Infinity Ward games have gone downhill since. Um, whether that's just a Call of Duty thing or whether that's because of the lack of quality of the studios or not the lack of quality, but... Could be the fact that the guys who made the original Call of Duties left and made Respawn. Absolutely. And you um, look at re- and you look at what Respawn's making, and everybody's really excited for it because they say it looks great. That's it. Absolutely. I mean, they wanted to make something different. Activision didn't want them to. Maybe this was the same case. Um, maybe in the uh, case of both of these um, sets of co-founders leaving, maybe they had... Uh, they wanted to do something different. They wanted to maybe uh, excite their customers and their fans again. But EA just wanted that money. They want to churn over what they know will sell until they've they've just dried it out completely. And, you know, and that must be quite difficult. I mean, if you take, you know, the the co-founders of of, uh, Criterion, which was uh, Fiona Sperry and Alex Ward, um, to how soul destroying must that be to to have these great ideas for you know projects and never be able to realize them and going to work and not and not having passion about what you're working on because all it is is just another run of the mill pumping out game that's going to bring in money for EA not even for yourselves yeah. I mean that must be quite difficult you know these 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 founders these these people who are head of studios and uh, developers, they're generally very, very intelligent. They're very, generally um, very imaginative by nature because they're creating these worlds. They're creating these um, systems and these games that, uh, you know, you've, you've got to be creative to do it. And having that stifled must be quite hard. When did when did EA buy out Criterion? Um, 2004. Oh, wow. So, it was, so EA published uh, Black? Yes, they did. They did. Wow, I didn't I think, think so, I yeah. didn't think they published that game. I, I thought I've I never figured, played it. But I'm sure that had EA's logo on the box. I've I've played Black before. It was interesting. It wasn't the greatest first person shooter in the world, but it did some crazy action movie stuff. So if they made a sequel, yeah, sure, I'd play it. Well, we shall see. Um, I would imagine that just like Respawn, it'll be a while before we hear anything about um, what these guys get up to next. But of course, we wish them the best of luck. And yeah, let's hope for some sort of um, spiritual success to burn out paradise because man, that game was brilliant. Yeah, that's that's an awesome game. Um, another interesting uh, event happened this week, and that's the story of the amazing, uh, amazing vanishing games. <laughs> Um, a lot of people will have uh, seen that just before the end of the year, several games went on sale across various platforms. Um, these included the original Fallout games, uh, which was 1, 2, and Tactics. In fact, they were actually free on uh, Good old games. GOG. Um, they were given away free as part of the, the Christmas sale. Um, they were reduced in price on Steam, and um, also games such as Deadpool and some of the uh, Marvel-licensed uh, games. Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom 3 was 5 bucks on uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Yeah, yeah. And that people wondering, that's that's quite a good deal. And especially the Deadpool thing, that dropped down quite a price as well, considering how... I mean, that game's, what, six months old? Yeah, after that. That dropped down to, to you know, almost like 20 bucks. It was on 10 bucks. It 10 was bucks. 10 bucks on yeah. Steam. I picked it up for 10 bucks on Steam. About 20 minutes before they jerked it off the uh, off the sale. Yeah, that was good moving because you now can't get them. No. Uh, they have vanished. So uh, the original Fallout games have gone from both Steam and, and, and GOG. And games, oh, let me just get the list. There are um, obviously Deadpool's one of them. I think the. Um, is it the Amazing Spider Man? Has that gone as well? Certain Spider Man games like the uh, Web of Shadows, um, Shattered oh, um, Dimensions. Dimensions, yes. And the. Friend or foe, oh, and that was the other one. Edge of edge, edge of time, edge of time as well. Um, they've all been yanked from online services such as uh, Steam, GOG, and also Xbox Live and PSN. Now, there's been no real 
uh, clarification as to why, but they all got removed as of the stroke of midnight on the 31st of December. So it kind of um, points towards licensing agreements coming to an end. It's that plus, you know, Disney took over pretty much everything Marvel. Yeah, well, I would imagine had Disney not taken over the or g- gained an interest in these sort of things, um, it wouldn't have mattered so much. These licenses would probably have been renegotiated, but it is a case of I think Disney are cleaning house. They are going to, and this is a, a move. This is the first step in their move to getting everything under their um, under their own belt and their, their own banner. Um, as with the Fallout games, the original. Uh, license uh, was with Interplay. That expired, we believe, on the 31st of December, which then moves to Bethesda, so those games had to be pulled. Yep. However, Bethesda have said they are working very hard to get the games put back up. Yep. Uh, obviously, um, once they've made sure that they'll be getting all of the royalties from the sales, I imagine. <laughs> that's, that's the big kicker. <laughs> hey, well, we're working our asses off, because trust me, we want your money. <laughs> I can't imagine that they sell for much. I mean, I picked them up from GOG when they were given away for free. I have downloaded them. I haven't installed them yet. Um, apparently, if you have bought them, you're still able to have yeah, access you, to yeah. them. Yeah, you didn't lose the license to them. Um, you can still download them, from what I understand. Now, as far as the Marvel stuff goes, I don't know. I mean, I know I, st- I can still play Deadpool, because I have. Um, well, I'm sure at that point, once you, once you have parted money, that money goes to the licensee at the time. That can't change the fact that you've, you know, you, you can play it. Surely, I mean, anyone, much like, um, I think some of the more combat games got pulled from Xbox Live once, and you were still able to play them or download them as long as you had purchased them. Because at that point, the... The company's got your money. The publisher's got your money, so that doesn't really matter um, to the current. You know, if publishers change, if the rights change hands, it doesn't really matter to, to Marvel or Disney in this case. Yeah. Because whether you know you're not buying it anymore, you've already bought it. Surely you should be able to play it. Because again, that that game's um, Deadpool's six months old, um, and it's weird because it's six months old and suddenly it's pulled off of this. Um, uh, platform that is, you know, up and coming. The digital distribution people are uh, getting used to it more and more. They are taking advantage of it more and more, especially when sales are on, such as uh, uh, the Steam sale they've just had. Um, it's really weird that that's lasted so short, little short, a short time, but I guess that's that's the nature of the the license agreements. Well, when a game doesn't sell either, <laughs> you know, they're gonna hedge their bets and fucking just say, okay, it's Deadpool, it bombed. We're just going to take it off. Did it bomb? I take it didn't. I mean, I haven't played it. I never bought it. But... It's not good. Oh, isn't it? Okay. Oh, Deadpool's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad, but it's not good. But it didn't sell well, I take it. No. Well, I mean, when you put it on sale on Steam for 10 bucks, I bet you a lot of people picked it up. Well, probably. Yeah, I but that was, that was basically Activision saying, let's see what little bit of money we can milk out of this. That's true. That, that, that's the weird thing about it is, like, who owns these games? You know, I mean, who, like, who, who, who's, who's, yeah, who, who has the? I mean, I understand Disney has the license to Marvel, but you know, who owns Marvel versus Capcom three? It was developed and created by Capcom, so shouldn't Capcom own that game? Maybe they own the assets and the game itself. But they don't own well, the rights to. to I think sell it under those with those characters. I'm under. I'm I'm led to believe that since it is a Marvel title as well as a Capcom title, Capcom had to pay royalties or something to Marvel to use or Disney rather to use those characters. Yeah. I so mean, in that case, it would still I would believe it would then belong to Capcom because they paid the for the rights to use to that. use their characters. I don't but, know. Right. It's got to be timed. It has to be. Otherwise, why would they have been pulled? It may. It, this may just be a time thing. This may not be Disney saying, "Hey, we're pulling all the shit because we don't like it." You know, it, it it may just be a time license thing. You know, and right, and and to test the waters too to see which games would actually you know people care about. You know, maybe maybe like, you know, Marvel vs. Capcom three that got pulled. There's a lot of outcry. A lot of people want to you know buy this again. 
they'll put that back on. But Deadpool, like, eh. It's no not really just Deadpool. I mean, you look I'm at the Spider-Man games. I'm just saying as an example. As an I mean, example. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but with something like the Spider-Man games, they, although they've not been fantastic, they, they've sold relatively well. Yeah. And if you look at, if you if we look at this, like, um, Disney are now tightening their belts. They're trying to pull all of their, like, their properties back to themselves um, and stop, you know, what is it? To, what's the end game? Is it for them to renegotiate with other publishers and developers to put out, or are they doing? Do they want to do them uh, to do it themselves? Now, if that's the case, honestly, I think it's for themselves. But Disney, have, have, with I mean, we talked about this a little while ago on the podcast. Disney have have literally pulled back from gaming. They've said themselves, we're not into big budget gaming anymore. Um, what does that mean for the future of these? characters on uh, you know in the games medium who well, put who put out disney infinity disney but that was their last big attempt and that's and they've they've literally left that out to dry let's face uh, this they have one of the biggest franchises or whatever you want to call it in marvel they're not going to squander that i would hope they're you not would think. dude not just that you don't understand how much disney makes off collaborations with every fucking body disney not only owns marvel they have stock in fucking Square Enix. Every time a Kingdom Hearts game comes out, they make fucking money. Well, right. And when Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out, they will be smiling all the way to the fucking bank. Right. So, so I, I, I don't think they're going to really get out of the big games. I think they're just taking a step back, seeing where they sit uh, in this industry. Letting and, other people do their business for them. Right. And then, exactly, and then, you know, we'll see it again. We'll see the Marvel, and we'll see the big games from Disney again. Yeah. They're just trying to take a step back, collect their thoughts, you know, because, you know, this just went down. I think what they're probably thinking about doing is becoming a publishing company and basically publish stuff with and say, hey, you guys want to make a Marvel game? Okay, make a Marvel game, but we get a lot of cut from it. So essentially, right. they're basically going to outsource development, but publish themselves. Exactly. I mean, I, I could see that in a heartbeat. Yeah. I mean, I guess that would be the thing. I mean, with with the Fallout thing, it's just a case of. I mean, everyone knows the beef that Interplay and Bethesda have against each other over the Fallout franchise. Um, this is just Bethesda yanking on uh, the rights of the uh, the property. In the play, no longer has any claim to it. They're going to pull it. I would imagine that you'll see Fallout back available. Though those games that you want to play, back available within the next uh, month or two. Oh yeah. Um, it's not as if they've got to do anything f- with the game except remove the Interplay logo from it. They'll be back out, and uh, and people will be able to get to it. Um, interesting. I mean, this in- I think this shows more about what Disney are planning. Um, it's certainly very interesting, and yeah, there's speculation there to be had in regards to what they're going to do with the licenses uh, once they've got it under there. Um, there's some things they're never going to be able to control, like, for example, um, Sony's right for Spider-Man and Fox's right for the likes of Daredevil and <laughs> like that themselves, and X-Men. Um, I mean, in an ideal world, they'll want all of them. Under. Well, they, they ripped it out. I mean, there's X-Men games that were taken off of Xbox Live. Because they were published by Activision. I'm just talking about the fact that the the film side of things as well. Oh yeah, well I mean the film side of things they they're screwed on that one. Fox will never let those go ever. No, and the same with Sony. Not while you know Spider Man's had this little reinvigoration uh, with the amazing uh, line of films. So um, yeah, uh, but I, in an ideal world, I'm sure Disney would want control over all of their properties. It's but that's what comes from buying up these franchises that already have licenses agreements with other media, uh, mediums. So, um, you know, when you buy Marvel and they've already got agreements with Activision and when you buy um, uh, uh, blah, 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 um, what's the other company they bought? Uh, LucasArts and they've got rights and stuff. Admittedly, they then closed down LucasArts <laughs> studio, obviously, <laughs> which was a shame because thirteen thirteen looked quite good. Um, and then they renegotiated um, the license and deal for Star Wars games with EA. So yeah, so it. I mean, that also tells a little bit. Maybe that's what they'll do. They'll again ship it off to another um, developer and just they'll sit back, take a nice little slice, and um, and do a very little of the work. It's scary. We think about this shit. Oh, it, it makes your head hurt because of well, it's just all, yeah. Ten what, years ago, yeah, ten years ago, I didn't give two shits about who made what game. 
all I knew was Resident Evil was awesome, and Metal Gear Solid was awesome, and Final Fantasy was awesome. And that's all I cared about. I didn't care who made the fucking game. <laughs> that's all I still care about. You guys, I don't fucking care. I don't, you know, if a, if a company makes a game and I like it, fuck it. I don't care. Well, the thing is, is it's starting to affect <laughs> the, the players and stuff, you know? Well, it's really not. Well, think I mean, about it. Well, think you... about it. You know, uh, Call of Duty, back in the day when Call of Duty came out, we were all like, all right, new Call of Duty game. I love the last one. And then you play it, and you're like, what the fuck is up with this Call of Duty? It's, it plays like crap. It doesn't feel like the old Call of Duty. And the reason why was because, oh, it was developed by Treyarch. Okay, well, who, who the fuck's Treyarch? Well, and I then, mean, oh, now Infinity War is the one. Oh, you have to wait for the next see, year to get the better one. See, that's debatable, too, because there are people who like the games made by, you know, Treyarch or okay, Infinity War. Okay, all right. If you find me one person that, that can tell me that Call of Duty 3 was a good game, I will shake your fucking hand. Because I'm telling <laughs> you right now, I was a huge Call of Duty 2 player. And when Call of Duty 3 came out, I wanted to break that disc. And you know, I, and that's fine. I'm not. I'm just saying it's a big world. Someone out there likes you know different games. Oh yeah, so, I mean, I mean, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with it. That. Only affects you if you really let it. I mean, you you know, you guys, you have to pay attention to that shit. You know, me, yeah, I'm part of this, but I'm not paying attention to it because I just play what I like. And so I can see where you say it affects the gamers, but then I can see that it doesn't. Only if you really, really want it to. Yeah, you can go on a little tirade and say, oh, Infinity Ward's Call of Duty sucked. I'll never play that one again. And that's fine. But, I mean, it, it all, if, yeah, every if this goes to everything in the world, too. It only affects you if you really want it to. So if you really, really hated that game and you're going to go out and say, okay, and research it, like, who made this shit? <laughs> research it, okay, never playing a game from them again. Okay, then that's then you let it affect you. But if you just said, oh, that game sucks, I'm ever, you know, whatever, wait till next year, see what happens. Then it do really it. doesn't affect you. So, I mean, it's just, it's how you take it. It's how you perceive it. Yeah, I agree. So. Eh. <laughs> yeah, well. Okay, so we'll, we'll knock on to the last story, which is a bit of a sad story, to be fair. Um, you guys know about, uh, know who Hello Games are, I take it. Yeah. They made Joe um, Danger. They did, and they also made a bit of a splash at the VGXs with their No Man's Sky reveal. Um, looks pretty ambitious, looks pretty impressive, uh, especially seeing as how big that studio is um, until last month, um, towards the end of December. Uh, they're a British developer, they're based in London, and we had a spate of very, very bad weather. Severe winds and flooding. And Unfortunately, Halo Games offices was a building that got flooded and destroyed all of their equipment. And it's a pretty bad time for them, as you can imagine. Um, a lot of support going their way. Um, it made it even worse that their insurance company won't now pay out. Um, solely because uh, apparently there's a clause in the insurance company that they're geographical location is exempt from flooding insurance um, so basically they were in a high risk area and as such the one thing that their insurance didn't cover was flooding see someone should have read that paperwork before signing to be fair it's a little bit when I mean, we all know how dickish insurance companies oh. are oh yeah that's just bullshit that's complete bullshit what I mean, obviously, we don't know the full extent of damage and how much it's going to affect Hello Games' future projects, including No Man's Sky. Um, I would imagine that they had secure backups of the most recent work. I would imagine that most uh, developers do. But the fact is, this is a setback. They're going to have to find the funds to, because now with the insurance company won't pay out, they're going to have to find the funds to, to restart things, you know, to get back up on their feet. Um, they've been keeping their fans informed uh, via Twitter mainly, um, which, you know, and they're, they're, but the sounds of their tweets, they're kind of keeping their heads up, they're sort of looking on the brighter side of things. A lot of fans have come to their defence basically saying, look, we'll start a Kickstarter if need be to get you back up and running on on your feet. And it's it's stuff like that that it kind of makes you um, proud to be a gamer when you see um, people rallying just, you know, to a studio in their hour of need. Um, it's just sucky 
that yeah. it has to happen to a, a you know to, if it had happened a month and a half prior it, it would have been different because they would never they wouldn't have announced No Man's Sky um, people wouldn't have known about it you know it would have been then pushed back um, but then to have that massive reel to be the talk of the VGX essentially yeah. and then to turn around and have that it's just such crummy luck yeah gonna happen to nicer guys yeah and we wish them the best of luck of course uh, fingers crossed that the, the true nature of human beings i mean yes we hate each other <laughs> but when it's a time of crisis no we justin we just no hate you. no we just hate you <laughs> well, i fucking hate you too <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> i'm just saying because you know you look at the shit going on in the world yeah everyone hates each other but when when a crisis happens we you know we band together for like a, a month and then we fucking go back. Then we'll find something yeah. to bitch about, yeah. <laughs> right. So, but it's good that you know the the they have supporters. Yeah. It's nice, sad, sad story. Hopefully, hopefully they can get on their feet soon. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I'm sure one that will hopefully have a happy ending um, when No Man's Sky is awesome and it gets released and they to critical claim. Let's hope because um, it does look fucking awesome. Yes, it does. I'm sure. Like it's just a setback. We'll see it just later than expected so no, that's it absolutely um and they're the main stories uh this week uh, as i say it's been it's been quite quiet bless it yeah um we have a tweet oh, oh yeah just the one that's fine it's from uh sean thurl so it's at sean which is s-e-a-n and then it's thurl t-h-e-a-r-l-e um he's basically said um when are dice strike ea going to sort out the die connection issues with their servers uh double xp weekend and can't bloody get online my heart is with you because i had exactly the same problem today um this is i mean we spoke about it briefly earlier this is I mean, this is just a massive, massive debacle that I can't see getting sorted out anytime soon. Um, they shouldn't have done the double XP weekend now. I know it got delayed from the uh, from a few days ago or last weekend. Um, just leave it. Get your. We don't care about double XP. We care about a game that fucking works. <laughs> I haven't even been able to get past the first level of the campaign because every time. I back out of the game. It hasn't saved my progress. It says it saved it, but then I go back and it says start a new game. Um, and although I haven't seen a massive amount of server issues when it comes to online, um, I did today. But then that is technically to be expected because of everyone trying to get on and play the double XP weekend. It's still amazing to me that people are still trying to play this game. Yeah. This is un called this is bullshit yeah yeah. No, yeah Tim can't even and, review this game right i talked to him today he's like i'm not even reviewing this because like well how can you it's fucking broken yeah, yeah you, you can't do anything can't, to campaign the i can't believe broken I, shit. That, that's what boggles my fucking mind is the mere fact that the the single player doesn't work is it, are they are they saying these problems are due to the fact that it's the servers and the connectivity they're not they're not kind of mentioning any reasoning for the problems they're just mentioned they've got this hit list on their forum basically of stuff that's gone wrong that they're aware of and its stats in regards to its resolve one of them is the game resetting when you back out and not saving your save now this has happened every time i've tried now i've tried a couple of times and i will refuse to go through that opening sequence there's only so much um Bonnie Tyler I can deal with so I refuse to do it until I know that my save is going to work but that's just on there to be fixed list you know EA was in prime position to hopefully at least try to chunk out the lead of Call of Duty this was a perfect year and it was it was it was it absolutely was and I don't know. I guess the pressure got to them. I don't know what happened, but they fucked up big time. Absolutely. And it's such a shame because Battlefield, it was good. And now I was really looking forward to this. I was really because I enjoyed Battlefield's multiplayer and I was really looking forward to playing the multiplayer. And you really can't. And it's just un. 
called for. I, I don't understand why they would release such a debacle of a game. Yeah. Well, I can't say too much about the multiplayer. As I say, I've got online and I've played with my friends and it's worked up until today. Um, there are issues with it in the fact that I still think it's fucking stupid that you can't just press a button, be in a party with your mates, get on the same squad and go kill dudes. But you have... There's so much to and, and throw in trying to get the... Um, getting together with the same your same group of people in the same squad is ridiculous, but the single player thing is is totally unacceptable. Well, the whole thing's unacceptable. I mean, yeah. if you're not ready to release a game, don't fucking release it. Yeah, you'll take some hits in sales, but not like this, because this lasts forever. Thank you to the internet. Yeah, this is. will be a big old mark on their fucking bedpost of yeah. bullshit. EA has it's really. They have got hit bad with shit like this. I mean, releasing broken fucking games. I mean, hell, look at how SimCity was. Oh, shit, yeah. You know, it's... it. They need to fucking do something. I don't know... I mean, this is DICE that's created this game, but I don't... You know, and I keep, everybody says, oh, it's EA. And I'm like, eh, no, DICE released a fucking broken game. EA approved of the broken game. <laughs> you know, so well. it's... It, I don't know who's to blame on this. And I don't but, know how DICE and EA are handling it, if they're being like, just shut the fuck up, we gave you Battlefield 4, or if they're like, we're sorry, uh, we're, we're, you know, we're going to try and fix this. I mean, I, I know that's what they're trying to sound like, but... Yeah, no, it's, it's to the point where I almost want to say the retailers where you bought it from need to issue refunds or a credit. Yeah. Because I'm done with it. Yeah. This is two months after release. Yeah, it yeah. shouldn't have happened. Yeah, I mean, it should not have happened. Th- yeah, this is the. I mean, I understand there may be a glitch or two that need fixing, or you know, the online is not really stable right now, and that's fixed within maybe two weeks, maybe three weeks. But two months afterwards, most games are done after two months after release. Yeah, right. You know, so that's, and, you know, I, I, I don't know who their quality assurance testers are, but they probably need to get some new ones. Yeah, <laughs> this is. I think they were in a rush. I think that's what it and, was. And, yeah. you know, I understand being in a rush, but, again, it goes back to the lesser of two evils. You'll take a hit on sales if you don't release it on time, or this. Which would you rather have on your fucking plate? This is doing EA some serious damage. Yeah. Absolutely. That's, that's and it's, EA. And it's, you can't reverse this. Yeah, the rushing part was all EA is doing. Well, I, I, can guarantee, I can guarantee you that. They told DICE, get the shit out now. We got Call of Duty coming up. Hurry. And, like, and okay. those, are, those are the ones now have to deal with it because they're the ones having to try and fix a mess. Exactly. Well, ultimately, it's EA who has to answer it. Yeah. Yeah, Dice is in charge of fixing it, and I'm sure they're doing the best they can. But it's ultimately up to EA and what they're going to do. Yeah. Well, it's certainly going to be an interesting um, month or two while this continues to carry on in the way that it has. For me, I, w- I, I, would I can't not... speak for everything. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> I was, I was... You know how to treat a lady. I was I was going to <laughs> I was going to uh, I was going to say I would not be surprised that within 2014 sometime we're going to see a lot of layoffs from Dice. You think? I that guarantee you. Even with Battlefront on the way. I guarantee you, EA will be like, "Fuck this noise! We're going to get these guys out of here. We need somebody who can pump out a fucking game." It's or Dice will just walk. They'll just walk. Dice is owned by EA, though, right? Fuck it. They'll just walk. Well, the people who work, yeah, the people who work for Dice may leave. Yeah, I don't think they'll get fired. I think they'll walk. And then I think go, they'll have enough of EA's bullshit. They'll go to the Criterion and be like, "Fuck it, we're gonna make the best Battlefield Cross fucking burnout, burnout game ever." That would be sweet. Black two colon burnout. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this: my my whole. I don't know. I can't speak for everyone, obviously, but this has tainted me. I'm done. With this shit. I'm not coming back to it. You're done with bullshit. I'm getting rid of fucking Battlefield. Uh, If EA continues to publish it or develop, uh, I will not buy it. I'm not going to fucking buy it. So no more military shooters for you. Good for you. You have seen the light. Destiny comes out in September. You're right. Well, I'm not. uh, Military shooters from EA. (laughs) You know, they pushed me. They've effectively pushed me back to Call of Duty. Thank you, EA. Look what you've done. Assholes. Sell that piece and of shit. Get kills on. That. Yeah, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. Actually, that's exactly what I was going to do. So, kills on single player is kind of and, but that multiplayer is pretty good. Well, and that tell you uh, when I buy 
you know, previous versions of Battlefield 2. I, I, I haven't played really the single player all that much. It was always multiplayer. So this will be a good replacement. So not only have they, no, they've, you know, they've pushed me to other genres. Uh, not genres, but other games. So I'm about to say, people. yeah, we're going to break out the JRPGs. No. <laughs> no. Thanks, no. EA. No. Now I'm playing Final Fantasy. <laughs> Look what you made me do. And on that bombshell. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Um, and I'd like to thank, obviously, uh, my two co-hosts, uh, Justin. I'm a co-host. You're I'm a co-host. a co-host of something. Of course you're the co-host. You're the co-host every week. This has been such a fantastic year. <laughs> I'm so thankful. And, dick. And, <laughs> <laughs> am I the co-host, Dre? Yes, thank you for thank letting you. me be on. Are you going to be reoccurring? Oh, yeah, well. I'll well, come back. Yeah, I'm a special guest right now. All right, special oh. guests. We'll try and get you on the cars because it's it's more fun when you two argue. Um, obviously, and let's face it, I may not even show up one day. <laughs> yeah, good good point. Um, about as reliable as a poorly maintained pokey dodge Um So that that was some can... British jargon I never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can force uh, follow the show on Twitter now uh, at ZTGD Newsburst. Uh, you can follow myself at John W UK. You can follow Justin at Killer Wolverine, and of course, you can follow Drew at DML Fury. Uh, we will be back next week. Um, hopefully with some interesting stuff. Let's see what the world of gaming has for us to mull over within the next seven days. Uh, you can also listen to our delightful tones on the N4G radio podcast and also Drew's very own show, uh, Phoenix Down, in which he plays a very old game and then proceeds to take about ten episodes to tell you what it was like. <laughs> it's not that old. I mean, we're doing... <laughs> We're doing uh, Binary Domain, which is 2011, I think, or 2012. You're scraping the bottom of the barrel there, my son. Hey, I like Binary Domain. It's actually kind of cool. So, yes, of course, you can catch us on there uh, as well. Uh, Thank you very much for listening, and uh, we hopefully shall be back next week. Take care.